Hey friends, welcome back to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast and welcome back to our series on planning out your 2024 garden in 30 minutes a week or less. Okay, so today I'm going to talk with you about some questions. Actually, it's three different questions that I want you to ask yourself before you get head like dive headlong into planning out and getting ready for your 2024 garden. And the reason why I think these are so important is because if we don't take time to actually slow down and be intentional about what we're doing and why we're doing it, then we can end up wasting a lot of time or even doing things in a way that doesn't, a few months down the road, it doesn't really feel good to us or it doesn't work for us and for our family. And I want you to be able to avoid that. So let's go ahead and get started. Hi friend, do you dream of having a garden but you don't know where to start? Do you want to switch to more natural products but feel overwhelmed by all the options? Do you believe that a holistic lifestyle would help your special needs kiddo but you're daunted by all the information out there? Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast where you will learn how to work towards your dream for homesteading, gardening, and holistic living in small, simple steps that won't overwhelm you. Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm a wife, Jesus follower, and mom to some amazing kids. As some of my kids began experiencing health struggles and developmental delays, I decided it was time to switch to a holistic lifestyle. I quickly became stressed out and burnt out, feeling like I needed to change everything at once. I finally realized that I had to start making one small change at a time, then build from there. I learned to walk this holistic journey in a way that works for me and my family without stress or overwhelm or constantly feeling like I wasn't doing enough. If you're ready to hear from another mama who understands what it's like to have no time and who can help you make changes towards better health for your family in a way that works for your specific life, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in your earbuds, reheat your coffee for the third time, and let's do this. Are you so excited about starting your garden this year? Maybe it's your first time. Maybe it's your second time. Maybe you're a pro at this but you are feeling maybe a little bit confused or you're just looking for community to share in the excitement of gardening with you, well, head over to our free Facebook community where you're going to find a lot of like-minded people who are going to love to share with you about gardening and all of the things having to do with natural living and homesteading and all of that stuff. You can find our community at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash motherhood community. I cannot wait to see you there. So I just want to share with you a little bit of my own personal experience whenever it comes to gardening and really kind of some of my failures and things that I have looked back over the years of gardening and realized that I wish I had done differently and that I intend to do differently moving forward. And that is really just taking the time to actually slow down and be intentional. I'm very much like a gung-ho person. Like I've said before, I'm all in whenever I want to do something. I get excited and I just want to start doing it. I'm not afraid of failing. I'm like, hey, let's just give it a try. And if it doesn't work, I'll figure out how to do it the next time. And that's a good thing in some ways. But at the same time, what I wish I would have done would have been to actually slow down and be intentional about planning out some of this stuff and really deciding, okay, is this actually what is going to work for my family? You know, I'm very excited about planting tons and tons of varieties of plants, but do I actually have the time you know, several months down the road to keep up with all of this. And I have had times where honestly, I've just gotten in over my head, or maybe I didn't have all of the tools that I needed ahead of time. And then there was a a situation that came up, and I just didn't know what to do with it. Now, absolutely, you're going to have those things happen to some degree. You know, you're going to encounter some kind of pest in your garden that you don't know how to handle. And so that's where having a community where you can go ask questions, having resources like books, podcasts, all that stuff, it's so important. That's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm talking more about like an example I think of even last year, I grew a bunch of different varieties of herbs. And then 
what ended up happening is I didn't actually have a great plan for how I was planning to preserve them and then use them. And so actually a lot of my herbs ended up being fed to my chickens. Now I still used all of the herbs that I grew. I used some of them, but looking back, I honestly could have stewarded what I grew a lot better and made sure that everything I was using, that I was growing, I mean, I was actually using up. And there's nothing wrong with feeding some of it to my chickens and all of that. Totally okay. But at the end of the growing season, what I realized was that if I had actually just not been extremely excited and like, oh my goodness, I want to plant all the herbs, but I'd actually slowed down and made a plan, I would have been able to better utilize what I had already spent my time and effort into growing. And so I really want you guys to just be able to learn from my mistake And some of you may be this way already. You may be very meticulous. You may already have all of your plans laid out. And that's wonderful. That's a strength of yours. And that's great. Like continue to go with it. But this is just going to give you some questions to ask yourself to really be intentional as you move forward and to decide what's going to work best for you and your family and also to help you to learn from my mistakes. (laughs) So I'm going to go ahead and get started. And the first question that I want you to ask yourself is actually... What are your top three goals for planting this season? So this can look different for each family, but why do you actually want to have a garden? What are your goals from from that garden? Is it to have fresh lettuce all summer long and into the fall? Is it to have some kind of, like maybe you want to can food and so you're wanting to can a bunch of food and put away in your pantry for storage for later? Maybe like me, you just really enjoy the outside activity. You're looking for physical exercise. You're looking for time outside for your kids. You're looking for a hobby for yourself. Maybe you're looking for helping your children to possibly be more open to trying different kinds of fruits and vegetables. There are just so many different reasons or goals that we could have for actually growing and starting a garden. And I think being really clear, narrowing it down to your few main goals And what those are for the year will help to keep things in perspective whenever maybe things aren't going the way you want or you're starting to feel overwhelmed by all this stuff. Then just go back to your three main things. What are my three main goals from this? If it's to get outside, have an outside activity for your kids, well, then get your kids out into the garden. If you're struggling with pests and things like that, it's okay. One of your main goals is being achieved by just getting out there and letting them help you work in the garden. If it's for physical exercise for yourself, the same thing. It's okay if the plants are struggling. You're going to figure it out. It's a learning process. But these goals are just to help you to remember that whenever you get overwhelmed or you feel like you're failing at something, these are the main focuses. These are what before you got into the middle of the chaos of garden season, you set these goals and decided these are the most important things. And it just gives you kind of that guideline to go off of whenever things get crazy to say, okay, Everything feels out of control, but these are the main things I'm going to focus on. And if I'm achieving those things, then this garden season is a success. And even if I'm not achieving those things, but maybe I've got one of them going okay and the other one I'm working on, then we're heading in the right direction. And that's the main thing. Okay, so the second question that I want you to ask yourself is actually a little bit of an extension of the first, but it's more specific because gardening does require time. It is a time commitment. Um, There are ways, obviously, that we can get around spending as much time. And I will be going over that in the weeks to come, but it is still a time commitment between the growing, harvesting, watering, also making sure that we're actually using what we grow. It does require time. So something that I want you to ask yourself is what is the goal for your family 
as far as the garden season goes. So how do you actually want your family to experience the garden this year? So this could look like, is this going to be only your hobby and you're going to be the only one working in the garden? Is it going to be a family event? Is it something where maybe you're making this into a learning experience for your kids? What is the plan for the garden stuff? This is something I actually think is great to sit down and have a conversation with your spouse as well so that you guys are on the same page prior to getting started. And this can look like, hey, do you want to participate in the garden with me? Are there any certain things that you find really interesting that you would really like to grow or that you would like to be responsible for? Maybe you like to get out there and water every night. And so is that something you want to do? I personally love, and this is something that we have done, is like when my husband gets off work in the evening during garden season, I eventually at some time in the evening will go outside and water what I need to water out there in the quiet by myself. I've been home all day with the kids, working on schooling, doing all like running kids to and from therapies, whatever it is we're doing that day. And it just gives me a little bit of time, quiet time, just a little bit of a reset time. And so that's a a garden activity that I absolutely love to do. But my husband, he doesn't mind at all to help me as far as like he will go get various garden supplies that we need to use in our garden. Or we have like one of those... um the weeding tools. And he doesn't mind at all to use that. So he will go through for me. And a lot of times he will weed the rows for me, which is very helpful. Then the same with my kids. I'm actually using it as a learning experience for them and also to encourage them to try new foods because I do have children with food aversions just because of different sensory sensitivities. So that is a goal for us. So I think sitting down as a family, even if your children are not able to communicate verbally, then sitting down with your spouse and you two deciding and then saying with the kids, hey, this is how we want you to help us. My kids absolutely love to get a little watering pail and for me to fill it with water and let them go around and help me water the the flowers or water different vegetables and things like that. Now, I don't do that with them during my quiet time in the evening, but when we're outside playing during the day, absolutely, I will let them go around and help in the garden. And that's just kind of part of their outside exploring adventure time. So I think just sitting down with your spouse, with yourself and saying, what am I actually looking for out of this for my family? Because we don't want it to just be another thing that we have to add on the checklist that we have to do. We want this to be a joyful experience and we want it to be something that is rewarding and beneficial for your family. So deciding ahead of time that this is kind of what we want it to look like and knowing that that might change as you get into things and maybe you realize hey, I actually really like doing this or my spouse doesn't want to do that or my kids love helping with this. It's absolutely going to change and it's something you want to be fluid. But I think just having a goal going into it and saying, these are the things that I want to involve my family in or maybe this is just going to be my downtime. It's my quiet time and it's going to be my time away. That works too. It's whatever works for you and your family. But just having those conversations and talking it through, I think can be so beneficial and really help you to actually be more successful when the garden season comes. Okay. And so number three actually has to do with the story I shared with you earlier about my own gardening mistake and realizing something that I needed to change going forward. And this is actually something I'm doing this year because I have done it to some degree, but definitely not as much as I have needed to. And definitely not when I got excited about trying new varieties. And then I just didn't plan things out well, honestly. So the third question I want you to ask yourself is how do you actually plan to use what you are growing? So what's your goal for these different things that you're going to grow? Are you going to eat them fresh? Are you going to freeze them? Are you going to can them? 
Do you want to dehydrate them? What is the plan for one, preserving them and two, actually eating them? So a lot of these are obviously preservation methods and they're great. And I think having a variety of preservation methods is really nice. Some such as dehydrating and freezing don't require as much time or energy. And so that can be a great option. But you obviously, some things are better off either canned or frozen or maybe dehydrated. It's going to look different for each type of produce that you are growing. So really deciding ahead of time okay, I'm going to grow this because I really like it. And these are the different ways that I am planning to actually preserve it or to eat it. Eating it fresh is always great. But if you have a bumper crop of it and you have extra, then what are you going to do with it? You could also just bless family and friends with extras that you have. And that's an amazing thing to do as well. So just deciding ahead of time, this is what I'm actually going to do with these things. And again, all of this is fluid. It doesn't have to be rigid. Maybe you set out with one thing in mind but then you learn about a new method or you see something that you really want to try. And that's totally okay. It's just kind of getting a game plan in mind before you get started because things do get busy and they get crazy whenever you have a bunch of stuff, a bunch of harvest coming in and you're trying to figure out what to do with it. When you're in the middle of trying to collect all the harvest and work through like any kind of weeds, making sure everything stays well watered, That is not the time that you want to try to be suddenly looking up recipes for how to preserve green beans or blackberries or whatever. Having that done in these quiet months leading up to the garden season is really going to help you to streamline things and keep you from being overwhelmed when the time of abundance comes. I hope this has been helpful for you guys. I would actually love to hear from you. What are your answers to these questions? Head over to our free Facebook community and share with us there. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will see you back next time. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds to share this with a friend who is wanting to live more holistically without the overwhelm? Also, don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. It blesses and encourages me to know that this show is helping you. All right, friends, it's time for me to go work in the garden and make some homemade bone broth. I will see you back next week.